All right, you guys, thank you all for tuning in. This is your host, Dallas Shade with Naughty by Nature, and I have a very special guest. It's Adrian from How I Didn't Meet Your Mother podcast. So say hello. What's up? What's up? So if any of y'all tuned in um, a few weeks ago, I was a guest on his episode and we kind of did a dating update and for me and um, we touched base on, you know, some some techniques when you're eating the, the pussy, you feel me? Um, so this episode, Adrian is a guest because this is the Leo episode and he is a proud Leo. Um, as most Leos are, because pride is one of their very much known traits. Um, so we're going to kind of touch base on his sign. And, you know, I'm going to do my thing and talk shit, say pros and cons. And then, you know, if he feels like some of the things I say are lies, he can, you know, rebute it. But I'm oh, usually pretty... Truth. I'm usually pretty accurate on a lot of signs. Um, and then I'll kind of touch base on a story that I have um, from an experience with a Leo woman. And if you've dealt with a Leo female as well, you can touch base on that. Um, give a little detail, you know. We don't scamp on stories here, you feel me? So Oh, we don't scamp, but fuck, I don't check zodiac <laughs> signs. It's not one of the I know you I don't. For oh, I know you don't. Like, Yo, can I get your sign first? And if it's the wrong sign, you're out the fucking yeah. door. It's like, we'll oh, you got two legs and a vagina. All right, let's go. <laughs> well, see, it's it's actually pretty easy to tell when you're messing, like what which signs you're dealing with, just by the way they act. Like, okay, so I'm gonna just kind of get right into my story. So the Leo that I, I I'm making reference to, she um, she's like. I wouldn't say she's emotional, but she's not emotional. Like she was what? like, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> listen, I'm, I'm trying to explain it as best as I can. So we, me and her were talking before me and my ex got together and we stopped talking when I got into the relationship and she pretty much waited. Like she waited until I was single and like popped up out of nowhere and was like, Hey, I see you're single you want to talk to, you want to talk to me now. And I'm just like, bro, I just got out of a relationship, like chill. So one of the things that already threw me off was the fact that you waited until I was single. And like, you literally watched my shit until I stopped posting my ex. Like that's weird off bat, just weird. And then she used to like get really emotional because all right, so I'm a Pisces and a lot of people be quick to say Pisces are emotional, but when I want to be, I'm very disrespectful. So I used to like tell her like, chill the fuck out. Like you're doing the most, like you're, you're getting real attached. We're not together. We're not talking, none of that. I'm just trying to be friends with you. But like, she never really understood that. So she would get like in her feelings when I would talk to somebody or she would see that I was entertaining somebody. And there were a couple of times where she'd call me crying because she was in her feelings over it. But then like we, I, I cut her off and she got a whole new number, all this dumb shit and hit me up out the blue. And I'm, I'm entertaining it because I don't know who the fuck it is. And then she calls me and I'm just like, Oh God, it's you. So 
(laughs) (laughs) So the situation was that she actually ran into my mom and she gave my mom her number and her and my mom made plans to hang out or some dumb shit. Now, my mom didn't even remember her name. (laughs) Quote unquote ran into. Yeah, exactly. Like miraculously seen her. Now, my mom didn't remember her name. So my mom's texting me and she's like, oh, I seen such and such. And I'm like, okay. So I hit up the girl she said she seen. And she's like, I see your mom. And I'm just like, so what the fuck is she talking about? So then my mom was like, I was like, she said she ain't see you. And she was like, she lying, da, 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 sent me screenshots. So I called the number. No, she sent me the screenshots and I put the number in my, um, like I went to go text it. And then all of her messages popped up and I'm just like, oh my God, like why? Like that's just weird. So like I slick spaz on her. I was like, why the fuck did you give my mom your number? And why are you making plans to link up with my mom? Like that's weird as hell. Well, maybe so, she couldn't get you. So she wants to get the mom, you know, like get well, it where it all started. That's the funny part. She said that she said she did it to because she knew my mom was going to tell me and she wanted me to hit her up. And I'm just like, that's weird as hell. Like, yeah, that's fucked up. OK, well, first <laughs> off, like, and I mean, I can only speak for myself and I'll try to represent the other uh, proud Leos out there. But she don't sound like no Leo. Like, I've never... <laughs> I've never been one to just sit there on the fucking sidelines waiting for someone to get a relationship. And then as soon as they do just pounce on them. Now I'm going to say right off the hop, it's okay to keep an eye on someone. All right. Now I'm not saying keep a close eye. Don't make it creepy or none of that shit. Or don't be like, Oh, I like hope the relationship falls apart or try to sabotage it in any way. But it's okay. If there's a girl you're eyeing up and she happens to get in a relationship before you can get with her, but you keep an eye on her just when she does become single, which is bound to happen at some point right mm-hmm. and then you say okay well what's up girl because we had a little something going there and then you decide to date the wrong guy well guess what that's over now here's the right guy at least for right now now <laughs> but <laughs> timing's everything too right you can't just be pouncing on that shit as soon as the relationship's over you got to give him some time right you got to give him some time he's into it you do a little subtle like comment on maybe one of their social media posts whatever it is but you definitely do not go through their mother either that is just some weird ass shit right there well, listen, she was trying to exhaust all her options because, I mean, I ended up blocking her, um, her text messages. I blocked her on Instagram, like all social media, all, all ways she could contact me. So it was it it was I, I felt like it was only a matter of time before she did some weird shit and like hit up my mom or quote unquote ran into my mom on some weird shit. So. Um, and it's funny because when we first like initially started talking, it was never on that type of time either. Like I expressed to her, I'm just looking for friends. So like she knew we were never going to be together, even from the jump, even before I got into my relationship. So like it was like she had high hopes and dreams. And I'm just like, girl, you need to shut that shit down like real quick. But so um we ended up like I ended up like every time I talked to her I like snapped on her at one point or another because like she just she didn't understand boundaries and the very last time we talked I actually spazzed on her because she now one thing I've noticed with Leo's and I mean you may not do it but I mean my brother my oldest brother's a Leo my little brother's a Leo and they tend to try and flip the role like make it seem like it's all your fault and that they're not at fault. Like, and I mean that yeah, because I'm probably, I'm probably guilty. Of that. I <laughs> and I mean that, that because 
like, okay, so one of the reasons why me and her stopped talking was because she hit me up and like she texted me and I was like, what do you want? And she was like, um, she was like, oh, you don't have to be rude about it. I was like, at least I texted you back. Like I could have just not texted you back. And she went into like this whole, oh, you're just a means of like, you're just to pass time. That's it. Da, da, da. And I'm just like, okay, then get off, get the fuck off my line. Like that's initially how we stopped talking. So when after she ran and after she quote unquote ran into my mom and like started getting back on my line again and um all that shit she thought you know it was all fine and dandy and I'm just like nah like you said what you said and it is what it is and she's like I didn't mean it like that you're the one that disrespected me I was like how did I disrespect you because I said like I could have just not texted you at all and that's the truth like I could have just left you on red I have my red receipts on for a reason. And she's like, no, it, that's not how it went. You you said some shit on the phone. I'm like, girl, we was never on the, like, we wasn't even on the phone. I have all the text messages. I can read them to you verbatim. So me being me, I read all the messages verbatim. And she was like, oh, well, I didn't mean that. You just took, you took it seriously. You should have known I was joking. What? Like, what do you mean you was joking? Yeah. Like, girl, yeah. So I'm like, what, what you're not about to do is sit here and try and play victim. Like, like you're not the one at fault here. So she then went on to talk about some, you're holding this against me when, you know, we get along and this one time we get into an argument, you want to, you want to cut me off because of that one time. But what about the times when things were good? Like, are you trying to manipulate me right now? And she's just like, I'm not trying to manipulate you. I'm just saying, you know, as a manipulator, we had good times. And I feel like the good times outweigh the bad times. I'm just like, no, you said what you said. And it is what it is. Like, there's no way around it. And I definitely feel like, at least for me, and again, I'm representing Leo's here, but <laughs> I definitely agree with you in terms of like, we'll find a way to sometimes change the narrative so that we can kind of like justify if things don't work out. And oftentimes we will swing back around at some point, you know? So if we're trying to get with someone that doesn't work out initially, we might, you know, back off, whatever, move on, but then we'll swing back around. And when we swing back around, we'll be like, oh, you know, like whatever happened the first time that's in the past, like, oh, what's up this time? <laughs> and sometimes that's exactly what she couple, did. That's exactly couple, what she did. And it's like, yeah. and it was like, no, there is no swinging back. You know, there's no spin the block like it is what it is it happened you like you said what you said you can't take back what you said and it's done like we will never be on that level that we was before as friends like I don't trust you I can't believe shit that come out your mouth now because you said what you said and people tend to say a lot of shit that they mean when they are angry so I know for a fact you meant every word you said you can't sit here and tell me you didn't because you said it all with your chest so like there's no backtracking. There's no spin on the block. No, none of that. And so she then got angry because I said that and was like, so you really just going to stop fucking with me because of what I said that one time. And I'm just like, yeah, pretty much like it does exactly what's happening. And I mean, I haven't heard from her since, which is good. I mean, I did block her. Um, she did randomly call me once from another number and I don't know how the fuck she got another number, but she did randomly call me from another number and I answer on all unknown calls. But as soon as I heard her voice, I was like, what the fuck do you want? She's like, oh, it's like that. It's like, yes, yeah, definitely like that. She's like, oh, well, then like I'll just that. leave you You're... alone then. Like, cool. Leave me alone then. And I hung up like. 
Oh man. Well, this chick sounds like she's a different level for sure. But <laughs> for me, like when those situations arise, it's usually a chick I've already hooked up with. And then after we hook up, whatever, we just kind of dissipate. I just don't want to talk to them anymore. It might've just been a one-time deal for me at that time. That's sometimes when I'll circle back though, is when I've shacked up and then I kind of move on and maybe I'm in a dry spell. I get bored or I kind of see on Instagram that they're, you know, looking pretty good. And I'm like, fuck, I could probably do a round two on that one. And then I kind of circle back around like, Hey, what's up. But what I've learned personally is like, there's just no point. Like once it's done, it's just done. Don't try to circle back the wagons because either it's going to work out, but you're probably going to regret it or you're just going to be, you know, chasing it and it's never going to happen. So either way, it's kind of a losing cause, but, uh, yeah, no, that, that makes sense for sure. But she definitely took it to a whole new level. Oh yeah, for sure. And I mean, I would have understood, you know, the spin the block if we actually did have any like sexual relations, but I didn't have sexual relations with that woman. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the whole point, right? That's why she's got to a whole different level. Cause like, exactly. You didn't even do anything and she's still acting like this. So that's maybe that's the female Leo, you know, and the male Leos are a bit more like chill. <laughs> well, see, I mean, as someone who who grew up with Leo brothers, um, with a Leo brother, a Leo older brother at that, um, I can definitely say sometimes he does get real emotional, but it, it it definitely be fake. He doesn't really mean it. It's it's more of a, a you know, a get my way tactic. Um, he definitely loves to also be in the limelight. Like he loves attention altogether. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter who it's coming from. That shit. Oh up. yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um. He likes to be in charge of everything. Um, mm -hmm. Very controlling. Um, shit. He made a family group chat the other day and um, like we kind of had an altercation in the group chat. So I made another one and he was like, fuck your group chat. I'm going to make another one. So he made another one and was like, this is the one we're all going to talk in. And I'm just like, you're petty because I know you've seen that I made one already. Like that was yeah. so unnecessary. Well, we like to be leaders, right? Like Leos are known as leaders. So, and we get enjoyment from that. Like we like leading the pack. We like making the plans. We like people kind of embracing our decisions, essentially. Like that's almost a validation to us in a sense. And so like, that's kind of where that comes from is like, I'm the planner of the group. Now I love it, right? Leo, but I also love just making sure everyone's coming together, having a good time. That's kind of my thing. That's what I'm known for is just always making the plans for the group, whether that's you know, going snowboarding, playing hockey, having poker night with the boys, whatever it is. And that's kind of where that quality stems from is like, I get enjoyment of being the leader, being the guy that's making the plans and like seeing everything kind of come together. And then of course, by doing that, that's where you get some of that spotlight on you, right? Because everyone's kind of looking at you like, oh, he's the one that brought us together. So yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it, it makes sense, but it's like, why, why? it's not necessary you know it's it's not always necessary to be in the light you feel me like you don't really need all that attention you know like it's okay oh, to no. chill in the shadows sometimes but like just be like like literally a neon sign saying i'm here like over your head is literally how it is because like y'all walk into a room and y'all just demand attention like if all eyes aren't on y'all y'all walk out and walk back in until the eye, all eyes come on <laughs> wearing something something else something crazy so you get your attention. pretty much well and i went some through that uh like that recently actually where you know obviously i have my podcast 
And I've really enjoyed doing it. But the last few weeks have been a bit of a struggle. And the reason being is because I didn't want to be in the spotlight anymore. I didn't want to be the focus of attention. I kind of did want to just sit around in the background and just chill for a little bit. So, you know, it's kind of interesting. It comes back to that. Now you don't have to be in the spotlight all the time. It is nice once in a while for sure. And sometimes as Leo's craved a bit more than others for sure. But, you know, that's something I've handled with in the past too, is sometimes, yeah, I need to take a step back be like, okay, I don't need the spotlight to be on me all the time. I can let someone else take the reins for a bit. And see, I, I feel like you, you learned that a little bit of the hard way. In all honesty, I feel like, you know, you had to actually go through constantly being in the spotlight to realize that you don't like being in the spotlight often. And it's like that that's where, you know, you've grown at. But it's also like, you know, I feel like if you got a chance to be in the spotlight, you wouldn't say no. No, well, exactly. If someone, if someone asked me to come on and be a guest, I'm like, oh, people are going to fucking listen to my voice. All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. It's true for sure. But I mean, one of the one of the things I can say about you guys is that like y'all are, are great. Like the the energy y'all give out is amazing. Conversations are always great. Like every time we collab, it's always a great time, always a great conversation. Um, me and my bro oldest brother are actually closer than me and the rest of my siblings. And, um, even though we butt heads, um, sometimes it's more so of, um, like it's because I don't give him the attention he wants. Like, because I mean, I don't care that you want attention. I'm not going to feed into your neediness. Okay. I'm not. So you want attention, you find that elsewhere. I'm going to say what I have to say and leave it the fuck alone. I probably won't talk to you for the rest of the day, but like he'll literally insert himself in certain situations. And I find it so hilarious because it's like, you're, this has nothing to do with you, but you want to be involved so bad. <laughs> yep. Just pop in. Hey, hey, what you talking about? What you doing? Can I, can I help? Can I be a part of it? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I told him I was doing, um, I was doing the Leo episode and he was like, oh, I would ask to be on, but some of the things you be talking about, I'm not comfortable with. And I'm just like, all you gotta do is say, you don't want to talk about sex. Like, and, <laughs> and I wasn't even asking you to be a guest on my podcast. Like I had no intentions on having you as a guest on my podcast. I say too much shit to have you as a guest on my podcast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but see us Leos are proud, right? As soon as he heard his Leo episode, he's like, Hey, I'm a Leo. I'm a proud Leo. Like, uh, I could see myself going on that. Yeah, exactly. He yeah. he just he invited himself and then uninvited himself. And I'm just like, the invitation <laughs> wasn't even stretched out to you, bro. Like <laughs> nobody even offered. But like y'all are y'all are actually very loyal when y'all want to be. I can give y'all that. Like when y'all actually care and y'all put that energy and time in y'all are great you feel me like it's always great but when y'all stop giving a fuck y'all get real disrespectful real disrespectful and y'all don't give a fuck y'all don't hide shit at all y'all are very out in the open with everything and that's just fucking hilarious because when y'all like when y'all get called out for it it's like what i did that no that wasn't me <laughs> I think a perfect example is I actually had a girl come on my podcast. It's a girl I used to sleep with. We were fuck buddies for, I don't know, a year and a half off and on. 
And she said it, right? She's like, you know, when you're with Adrian, like, it's awesome. Like, you know, full effort, you know, he's fully committed, all that. But as soon as it's over, like, he is gone. Like, your deleted number blocked off everything. Like, that motherfucker is out the door. See you later. Doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, y'all go ghost. Like, ghost as hell. It don't matter how much time y'all put in. Y'all could have been together for years. But it's like, once you guys have that mindset that, all right, I'm over this shit or I'm bored. I want to, I want to do something different. That's it. Like there's no convincing. There's no begging. There's no bringing y'all back. None of that. Y'all just like deuces. I'm going, you, you, you can watch my back disappear in the distance, but that's, that's all you're going to see of me after this. Like (laughs) we are decisive. There is no doubt about that. Yeah. And and like you said, like once an idea creeps in our head, it's already too late. Cause once that idea is in there, we're like, Okay, that's the way I'm going with that. And there's really there's really no change in it. Yeah, exactly. And I've always found that funny, especially because like sometimes the decisions that y'all make and y'all stand by don't be right. Like it, it don't be good decisions, but y'all so <laughs> stubborn and y'all so stuck yeah. in y'all heads that y'all just like, this is the right decision. This is what I'm doing. And then after it's done and y'all realized it was a bad decision to begin with, it's everybody's mm-hmm. fault, but y'all own, because then it's like, why don't you tell me not to do it? And it's like, I did. I tried. You just stubborn as fuck and you didn't want to listen and you did it anyway. You should have tried harder like how well i know for me too like once i make that bad decision i torment myself for the longest time afterwards because exactly i stick to my guns no matter what and i've made the decision but then afterward i look back and i keep going you fucking idiot why did you do that (laughs) yeah y'all don't think about it until after the fact and honestly i've i've actually had a few few leo friends and um I've gotten into the most trouble with them. Like we, we did a lot of, a lot of bad shit together mm-hmm. because of it. And it's like, I'm always down with the fuck shit. Always. I'm, I'm always down to do some fuck shit. Like no doubt about it. I'm, I'm down, but like, I, it was like, there were some situations where I had to stop and be like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's because we act first and think second yeah, or exactly. speak first and think second. That one's got me in a lot of trouble. I believe it. Oh, I believe it for oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. There's been some instances lately where I've like really been holding back and it's taking all of my willpower because again, I just want to act or say something first and think about the, the results of that later. So yeah, it's been hard. <laughs> I, I believe it. Oh, believe me. I believe it because like, I mean, I'll give you an example, I guess, for everyone listening. So ever since I've been single, my, this girl I work with has been hitting on me ruthlessly, like ruthlessly to the point of pretty much everyone at the shop thinks we're already fucking. Cause they're like, this girl is draped all over you. And I have not done anything. I haven't said anything, but it is literally taking everything in my willpower because normally me, I just fucking make the dumb move and probably fuck her and then realize afterwards, well, that was stupid because now you got to work with this broad every single day and she's already draped all over you. Imagine what happens if you have sex with her. (laughs) So it's taking every ounce of my strength not to say or do something. And uh, yeah, that's just one example though, where normally I already would have made the mistake and I'd be fucking paying for it every single day. So I'm learning though. Leos can still learn. We might be stubborn. We might make the wrong decision. We might be very decisive, 
but we can still learn. There's still hope. Yeah. Yeah. There, <laughs> there is still it. I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't want, there is still hope, but you have to want it, you know, like, I feel like y'all learn y'all best lessons by actually fucking up like hundred oh, percent to actually go through it to actually learn the lesson and even then sometimes you don't learn the lesson like <laughs> sometimes you repeat a situation and it's like hmm maybe it'll turn out differently and then you like chastise yourself because it's like why the fuck did you do that again and it's like you knew the outcome you just you just chose to do it again. Well, I usually repeat something three or four times before I figure it out. See, exactly. <laughs> We're slow learners. I'm actually, yeah, I'm a big late bloomer for sure. And a slow learner. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. You're right. We learn the best from fucking up. It's, it's the best learning experience is fucking up. And then you're like, okay, well, that's not what to, that's what not to do. And then you do it a couple more times and you're like, all right, so definitely shouldn't do that anymore. <laughs> then you do it one more time and you're like, God fucking damn it. <laughs> See, that's the funny part. It's like, why does it take you? Why do you, why do you have to go through it six, seven times for you, for it to register that the outcome is still the same? Like with me, I, I can, I, if, if I do something once I'm like, Hmm, maybe if I approach it differently, it'll be a different outcome. But with the second approach, if it's the same outcome, I'm like, yeah, I'm never doing this again. And I, I, I learn, you know, but y'all will literally do something over and over and over. And then it's like, why is it the same outcome? Like y'all, y'all are shocked that it's the same outcome. And then after y'all get tired of going through the same outcome, y'all are just like, okay, I learned my lesson. I won't do it again. But it's like, you have to literally keep dipping your toes in boiling water before you realize it's boiling water. Like sometimes we're overconfident and we just got to test the waters. We just, we just, we have to do it. We just, we can't help it. We just have that overconfidence. Sometimes we're like, you know what? That's not going to happen again. This is me. I got this. It's, it's not going to happen like that again. And then it does happen like that again and go, okay, okay. You know what though? I learned this time. <laughs> I learned this time moving forward. But let, but let me gonna do happen. It again. But let me do it again. Just to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> like That's your that's logic. And that's what I, it is. I feel like in my opinion, that's how I can point out a Leo, like off bat, like when, when there is, it's the confidence, like, cause I believe, you know, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I've never seen you try and flirt with a, woman, a female before or anything like that. But I feel like you come off as very confident. Like once you have your mindset that you can get her, you give off that energy as in like, yeah, I got it in the bag already. It's just a matter of time. <laughs> and it's like, that's one thing that I've always like, I was like, I, I'm able to point out a Leo with because you can always tell a Leo in a room because they're the ones standing on in, against the wall, shoulder, uh, arms crossed. And they just like, I've run this whole room and nobody know. Like, <laughs> I definitely have had a lot of women in the past when I've been on dates with them say that like, wow, you are already super comfortable. Like there's no nervousness, no awkwardness in the conversation. They're like, wow, you're just carrying this thing. Like you're leading the date on carrying the conversation. There's no like awkward silences. 
they're just like, yeah, you seem very comfortable is the word I get. And I'm like, well, I guess that just comes from being comfortable with who I am and that, that confidence. Right. And, uh, but yeah, that's definitely a comment I've gotten quite a bit in the past from my dating experiences. Yeah. And I, you know, it's never a bad thing. Like I, I, I feel like that's why, that's why me and Leo's actually do get along because like when I'm comfortable, I'm confident as hell. And it's like, I I'm, I'm, I'm a dominant person as well. So it's like Leo's are naturally dominant. So running into a Leo, it's never a, a pissing contest. It's always a, I see your dominance. You see my dominance. Let's just vibe our dominance. And that's just how it's always been, except for Gurley. Gurley just was tripping. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that's a big thing, too, is a lot of things. Now, this from my experience. I don't know what it's like on the other side of things, but a lot of women, right, they want to feel comfortable, right? That's a big part of dating is the ability to feel comfortable. So when they do feel that, it's like, oh, okay, like this is nice. I like being around this person. They just give off that kind of aura in a sense. So. Yeah, that's why I think I've had a lot of good dates too, right? I haven't had a lot of bad dates per se. I think it's just, it all stems from that. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, I feel like that, that is true. I mean, I just, I feel like it's very rare that you've probably had a bad date. Like, I feel like it, it's, it, it's only like, I feel like the situations where it, it was a bad date, it was more so because you were uncomfortable versus the female being uncomfortable. Oh, a hundred percent. I'm the most recent one I can think of. And this was a while ago was like the first time I actually ran out on a date, like physically ran out on a date. <laughs> you ran out on I a date. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> are you, are you going to go into the story? I want to hear the story. I kind of want to um, know. All right. Well, I can share it. It's actually, it was originally the first episode of our podcast and it was so controversial. I ended up taking it down, which I kind of regret now, but uh, maybe a tough way to start every, a podcast. Every good but... story you tell on your podcast, the episode gets taken down and I never hear it. Like, I I don't know. Like, I, I feel some type of way. <laughs> no, there's there's only two. There's only two episodes to date out of the 33 that have been had to be taken down. One was because was the was... wedding. Yeah, the one yeah, was the wedding story that I yeah. still haven't heard. And <laughs> uh, apparently you running out on a date. <laughs> Okay, well, we'll save the wedding one for another day, but I'll tell the date one today. Um, yeah, this is like an instant classic for sure. But anyways, okay, so I'm messaging this girl on Tinder. She's got her pictures, and it's pretty clear right off the hop that these pictures are at least five years old. They're the old kind of grainy looking ones from when Instagram first came out. There's a couple black and whites in there. But I'm in a hell of a dry spell and I'm kind of ignoring all the warning signs. And I'm looking at this girl. She looks like this short little ginger. And from what I can tell, she at least used to be, if not currently, is a Calgary Flames ice girl. For those people listening, that means that she's one of the girls that at the hockey games will skate out onto the ice with her little skirt and her little top. And she'll push some snow around with the shovel uh, during TV commercials. So usually these women are very attractive. So I'm seeing this on our profile, ignoring the warning signs of all the old uh, filters and whatnot from the original days of Instagram. And I'm messenger and I'm like, hey, like, let's meet up for a date. She's like, all right, let's do it. So we plan to meet up at this local park. This is obviously in the summer. 
So I'm driving over to our house and I got the, you know, the regular jitters and the nervousness for the first date. I'm like, okay, well, I really don't know what to expect. Like, I think I know what this girl looks like, but let's be honest, like it could be anything here coming out of the woodworks. So I park the car and I'm waiting for her. And the worst part of going to a fucking first date, especially when it's a blind date is that waiting period. If you're the first one there and you got to wait for them, it's so stressful because you're like, holy fuck, like. What's this person going to be like? What are they actually going to look like? Am I even going to enjoy this? Should I just get in the fucking car and turn around right now? All these thoughts are going through my head. So all of a sudden, this girl comes around the corner and she's walking towards me and I'm going, all right, let's get the initial report here. Well, yeah, she's short. She's like five, two, five, three. She's got the ginger going. That's cool. I'm in the gingers. She's got, you know, some nice tits on her. And then I start looking down. I'm like, oh boy, here we go. So, should I should I give the full description here? Should I be like straight up ruthless, or should I like yeah, censor it a bit? Yeah, of course. We don't, you know, we don't censor over here. I know. I just wanted to <laughs> double check. All right. So this girl's walking towards me, and now obviously in her picture she was looking fit because she was doing the ice girls thing. Well, the girl walking towards me has got a football in one hand. She's got a purse in the other. She's wearing Converse, and she has a fucking gut sticking out past her tits. See, yeah. I, I knew that. I knew you were going to say that. I knew once you said that she had old Instagram pictures in my head, I'm just like, she's probably out of shape and just hit. Especially because, I mean, I feel like that that's like a, a, a sign off bat. Like, if your pictures look older than you are, you you catfishing like you well, catfishing you don't look the same no and that's the thing is i knew better than that i knew better than that but i'm a leo i'm stubborn sometimes <laughs> but yeah. i made the wrong decision i said listen i'm fucking horny right now i need to get on a date so i can try to get laid so i'm gonna ignore all these warning signs and just hope for the best well adrian you did not get the best so <laughs> this girl's walking up towards me and right away i'm going fuck am i in one because i automatically want to go home i'm like well this isn't gonna work out no offense i'm just not into it sorry i i saw your pictures from five years ago you look fit as fuck obviously things have changed within five years you're not a nice girl anymore and you know you let yourself go a little bit so i'm like fuck but what i normally do and this is what i started to do with this day it was like all right you know what whatever i'm gonna go through with it have the date with her have a nice conversation whatever so she walks up to me like, hey, you want to walk over to the park? She's like, yeah, sure, let's do it. I'm like, all right, cool. So we walk over to the park. Oh, so it's pretty clear that this girl either hasn't done a lot of online dating or blind dating or anything like that in general, because I can tell she's very nervous and very awkward. And so we get to the park and we're sitting down on the bench and we're kind of just making small talk, which is cringe as fuck anyways. Oh, yeah, girl, for sure. Listen, I, me and small talk don't get along. Like, I'm just yeah you till you get tired of talking to me. Like, because how many times are you going to ask me what am I doing or how my day has been or what I got planned for the day? Like, Give me well, some conspiracy theories that you believe in. Like, <laughs> let's talk some fucking aliens. All right. Like, exactly. When aliens have sex. Do so they fucking moan or do they go? <laughs> but, anyways, exactly. <laughs> so we're sitting on the bench now. Luckily, she brought a couple brewskis. So she hands me a beer. I'm like, oh, thank God I need this right now. So we're having a beer. We're sitting on the park. And this girl's like, hey, uh, I brought this deck of cards. I want to show you a card trick. I'm like, uh, okay, this is definitely different, but fuck it. Why not? Yeah, show me a card trick. Sure. Why not? So she busts out this deck of cards. She got in her hand. She starts shuffling it. She's got this deck in front of me. She puts a few cards out by its side and she said, all right, pick a card. 
So I pick a card and say, okay, I'm going to guess three questions. They're yes or no questions. And by the end of the third question, I'm going to know what card you have. And I'm like, all right, I've never seen this trick before, but sure, I'm game. Let's go for it. She asked me three questions. I cannot remember these questions because honestly, the whole time I'm just like, what the hell am I doing here? But anyways, she asked me three yes or no questions. I answer all the questions. At the end of the third question, she says, is this your card? And I go, nope. (laughs) That's not a good start. No, not even close, right? She's like, oh, shit. She's like, okay, give me the card back. She takes the deck back, reshuffles it, does her little thing, hands the deck out to me. I grab another card. She's like, okay, let me try this again. Ask me the three questions again. And the third question, she says, is this your card? I go, no. She's like, oh, wow. She's getting flustered, like visibly flustered at this point. Like, oh, what's going on here? I thought I had this whole plan. I had this magic trick. I was going to blow his mind. I'm not even getting it right. Then the craziest thing happened. She she looks at the deck completely confused, looks at me, slowly hands me the deck. She's like, here, do you want to try? I look at her completely baffled. Like, what do you mean? Do I want to try? Do, do I want to try the magic trick that you can't even do properly that I don't even know what you're trying right. to do? <laughs> what the fuck is happening right now? So I look at her. I'm like, uh, okay. So at this point, I'm just playing along. Hopefully I'm not getting like ax murdered here. So I end up trying to do the trick. Obviously don't get it right. I'm like, this is a complete disaster. In the meantime, while this is happening right across from us, looking at us is another couple on the bench. They've clearly been a couple for a while because they're a little more comfortable with each other. They're looking at me. I'm looking at them and I'm giving them the SOS with my eyes. I'm like, help me, help me. So finally, this girl puts the deck of cards back in her purse. I'm like, oh, thank fucking God. Don't ever bring those out again. Hands me a second beer. I'm like, yep, keep the beers coming. I'm going to need these. She busts out another game. She's like, hey, I got this other cool game. I'm like, how many games does this fucking girl have in her purse? I'm like, all right. So she pulls out this like little mini. It's like a mini ping pong paddle. What? On, yeah, she had on, it in her purse? Yeah, she straight up had this in her purse. I'm like, this thing's like a little bag of tricks. <laughs> She's got this, she yeah. for the date she was like i'm gonna wow him with all my magic tricks and if that I, don't work i gotta <laughs> back up we're gonna play ping pong <laughs> she's like you know what i might have a gut but if i can do some magic tricks maybe i'll impress him so right. she's got this little mini ping pong paddle and attached to it, it's like this little miniature basketball net on one side on the other side there's a string attached to this string is a little mini basketball so the point of the game is to try to flip it so that the string swings around and the ball goes in the net. I'm hoping, hopefully that makes sense for everyone listening. Yeah, I, I know I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so she's sitting there playing with this thing, trying to get the ball in the net, trying to get the ball in the net. Now, luckily, she's a little more proficient in this game because she's actually getting the ball in the net. I'm like, oh, thank fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> so she's sitting there. She's just playing it for a little bit. We're making super awkward conversation because no offense at this point, I'm just not interested finally hands it over to me i'm like oh my god here we go like what am i like doing right now so i'm playing around with this thing i can't get it to work i'm like i don't even understand the concept of this right now i'm not getting the ball and i'm like whoa my god this is a complete disaster like and the whole time i'm thinking how do i get out of here like the sooner the better like how do i just get out of this situation without like totally shooting this girl down is what i'm thinking at the time i'm like i can't just be like yo we're out but like how do i just how do I get out of here? I need an excuse or something. Bail me out a jail card. So anyways, I hand the paddle back to her. She puts it back in the purse. I'm like, Hey, I got to go rip a piss real quick, which I did. I generally had to go take a piss. So we're obviously in a park. I go to walk to the washrooms, which are just a ways behind us. Unfortunately, they're locked at the time. So I'm standing there pissing beside the tree. Now at this point, the washrooms are blocking me off. She can't see me. 
I'm standing here pissing against a tree and I'm thinking, how the fuck did I get here? How <laughs> did I get here? And I'm looking back at all the bad decisions I made before I got to this point. <laughs> and as I'm standing there with my dick in my hand, the piss hitting the side of the tree, this little voice pops into my head and it says, run. <laughs> and that's all this little voice says. It just starts to repeat itself. It goes, run, run run and i'm thinking am i actually gonna do this now i have Hell to yeah, you want to do it <laughs> i have never straight up bailed on a date i've always just gone through with it and then then the date being like all right well great time but yeah probably not gonna happen again i've never straight up bailed on a date so i'm standing I, I there have. i have for sure oh i know you have <laughs> <laughs> so i'm standing there and this little voice is getting louder and louder i'm like looking down like all right i got the vans on they're not even tied up i got jeans on not the greatest shit to run in but i'm like you know what i think i can make it like i think if i run fast enough i can get across the park across the set of lights into my car and take off before she even realizes i'm a pretty good runner all right i'm a little athletic just to pump my own tires here so <laughs> i zip my pants up i take a look around i make sure she can't see me i make sure she hasn't moved i make sure there's no one else looking and i look over towards the intersection about 500 meters away and i go fuck it and i just take off running full sprint like fucking usain bolt right across the field just bah, 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 bah. i am fucking out of there don't even stop at the lights to take a breath i charge right through the lights people probably thought i like murdered someone back in the past. <laughs> i fucking get into my car get in the car instantly go on my phone delete her number block her number block her off all social media delete her off tinder and i'm fucking out of there sayonara see you later and that's the time i uh that's the time ran I out the date. Yeah. wow yeah yeah it's it's the <laughs> thought process of it it's the it's the way that you you looked around and was like hmm let me calculate the distance really quick and then the fact that you looked at what you had on like is this actually running material can i really run in these and it's the fact that you thought about it <laughs> like you you were peeing and thinking about it and you were just like yeah fuck it this is this is too much i can't i i feel that i feel that so did she ever actually try and reach out to you like did you ever unblock her and she just hit you up and was like what happened to you that that time no i i never unblocked her and again <laughs> that goes to us leo's like once we're moving on we're moving on but i never cared to see what that message would say because i'm sure it wouldn't have been pleasant but uh oh actually there's one more part to this story which is actually hilarious so yeah i i never unblocked her no clue what happened after that how long it took her to figure out that i actually ran out on her what her reaction was no idea couldn't care less to be honest with you but years later, like we're talking oh, at least two years, two years later, I end up hooking up with this chick. And after we've hooked up is when I started doing the podcast. And like I mentioned, originally, the first episode had this story in it. And she reached out to me on Instagram. She said, hey, so you know that story about you running out in the girl in the park? Was it so-and-so? And I was like, no. Oh, my goodness. Fucking way. I was like, yeah, it was. Like, how do you know her? And she's like, well, she actually applied for a job at my workplace where I'm a manager. So like I had to review her resume. Oh my goodness. And she's like, so not only did she apply to the job, she lied on her resume. I'm like, okay, well now I don't feel so bad because not only did this girl 
catfish weirdo yeah pictures she's lying on her resume for her job application but i was like talk about a small world right where i go on this date with this girl peel out two years later a girl i just shacked up with is like hey you know know this girl i know the girl you ran off on yeah (laughs) (laughs) right it's just like holy fuck i thought she was gonna say they're friends and i was like oh that's what i was thinking too that's exactly what popped in my head like oh my god did they like were they close friends and she was going to be mad because you ran out on her. But no, the, the ending was definitely unexpected, but that's hilarious. Right. That's what I'm saying. So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the story though. That's the one that uh, got taken down, but uh, yeah, hell, hell of a story. And that, that's the biggest thing too, right? Is sometimes you get those stories and you kind of just get the, Oh, it was a shitty date. And then I ran away, but I like to include the thought process because that's the whole funny part of the story is you actually standing there and being like, Okay. Should I, I run sh- out on this? Like, do I got are my shoes re- good enough to run out on this? <laughs> Am I going to trip over my fucking feet? Is she going to catch me before I make it to the intersection? Right. <laughs> Am I going to get caught in this whole running process? Is she just going to be like, where are you going? And I'm just flipping her off as I'm running. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Later. <laughs> Never see me again. Yeah. Don't call me. <laughs> That's funny as hell. You know, I've, I'm, I'm just, I, I've never actually ran out on a date, uh, but I've, I've expressed, you know, my dislike for a date and I've ended it. I've ended things pretty quickly. Um, or I'm just like, yeah, this shit boring as hell. Um, I'm just fate. I'm just leave, you know, you have a good rest of your night. I've, I've always tried to be cordial about the leaving. Um, it was one time where I, you know, was just like, bitch, you're boring as fuck. And I'm losing my shit here. I'm leaving. And I mean, it didn't end well. Um, she definitely called an attitude, like tried to yell at me. And I'm just like, you think I give a fuck? I didn't give a fuck about nothing you were talking about this whole fucking time. You think I give a fuck, I'll give a fuck about what you're talking about now? Girl, bye. So, I mean, you're better than me because you you definitely saved her feelings. Um, Why? Well, did I, though? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you did. Because, I mean... I would have listened if I were in your shoes, I would have I would have expressed like you're boring as hell. I'm definitely not interested and I'm leaving. I wouldn't have blocked her because I would have laughed at all her angry text messages like, oh, you're rude. You're disrespectful. I would have laughed. I would have probably posted them on social media like this bitch saucy as fuck because I faded out on the date. Like (laughs) I would have made a whole joke out of it. So, I mean, you're definitely better than me. Andrew told the story and took it down. Definitely better than me. Ah, well unfortunately i still have this little bit of a guilty conscience that's why i didn't unblock her too because i'm like ah i just don't want to see those texts like that'll just fucking eat at me but no i definitely think that you know when you're in a situation like that i think it's better to just tell the person straight up right like there's a certain way to do it but it's better to just be honest and be like hey like this ain't working out for me rather than just prolonging it or going through with the date or giving them a different vibe it's just like hey listen like this ain't for me and it's like all right cool and i've done that in the past or even before that right i've been straight up and be like hey sorry like this is really not for me and they're like hey no it's all good like thanks for letting me know on to the next one so did you start doing that after you ran out on a date so you learned after that you were just like i don't think running out on dates is for me i think i'm gonna just be honest and you know express that i'm uninterested or did you or did it take a couple more dates before you were like yeah i'm gonna start expressing it 
Oh no, it definitely was after that. That was definitely <laughs> the turning point where I was like, well, that too. Like, I just didn't want to be in that situation again. I just didn't want to have to go through with it. Cause I still hung out with her for an hour or so. Right. I just didn't want to be in that position again. So that's where I started being more honest and being like, ah, sorry, this is, this is not really for me. The thing is too, in the past, you know, especially when I was younger, like I just did not give a fuck. Like I didn't care how bad the date was, or if I wasn't necessarily attracted to the girl, I was more interested in getting laid. So like, there's definitely quantity over quality in my past. And it's because before I just, I didn't give a fuck. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like I'm here now. I'm just, I'm going to do it anyway. Like might as well, I guess. So that mentality has obviously changed through the years as well, but that's, that's kind of the reason it took so long to get there is because yeah, in the past, I didn't, I didn't care. I just wanted to, I just wanted to fuck. Right. But now, now I've had so many bad experiences where I'm like, yeah, no, okay. I can't even do that anymore. Like it makes me just cringe thinking about it. So now it's, now it's the honesty first policy where it's like, yeah, nope, not feeling it. Or if I'm feeling it, I'm like, all right, let's fucking go. (laughs) (laughs) So after that situation, right. Have you fucked somebody that you weren't interested in just because you wanted to fuck? Nope. No, I have no, I have not. And the, I'd say, okay. Um, so the biggest, <laughs> biggest test was like, it was recently, the pause for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I, so it hasn't happened. I was just thinking of an example and you know, if I was going to share it, but of course I'm going to share it. So, you know, recently I was messaging someone after I became single and it was the same kind of thing. I wanted to rebound. I wanted some sex, whatever it was. And I thought initially I was attracted to this person and you know, after actually spending some time with them and uh, making out with them a little bit, I, you know, kind of realized immediately, I was like, no, this is, I'm not into this. Like, this is a bad idea. Like as horny as I am, and as much as I want to get off the schneid, it's like, it's not worth it, man. You've been down this road before. And like we said about Leo's, it takes a few times to learn our lessons, but I finally learned it. <laughs> and so, you know, I shut that down. And I said, no, sorry, this is not something I'm actually interested in. So, you know, and felt a lot better about it in the long run. Right. Rather than going through with it. I was like, okay, like we're good moving on, learning from that lesson. Let's fucking slow her down. Maybe jerk off another two times a day and we'll get things figured out here. (laughs) Well, I mean, you're definitely better than me because I've definitely wasted time and, um, had sex with somebody I definitely wasn't interested in just because I, I, you know, I mean, with me, it's like, Okay, so one thing about me is if I have intentions on fucking you, I have intentions on fucking you. There's nothing like you can you can get on my fucking nerves. I cannot want to talk to you at all. But if I have the mindset that, oh, yeah, we're going to fuck at least once, it's going to happen. And nine times out of ten, I'm going to ghost you afterwards. Like, I'm going to just cut you off. Like, you won't hear from me. You may text me. And I'll just one word you, but. So will you straight up go slow or you at least? Oh, yeah. Like, I was a one time deal. Sorry, yeah, no, I've, I've, I've straight up ghosted females before. I've, I've definitely done it. I've, I've fucked a girl. And then as I was leaving, I blocked all her shit. Well, not all of it. Cause like I said, I like reading the text messages afterwards, the whole, you're an asshole, you're a fucking dick. I, I like reading those messages. Cause it's funny because <laughs> you wasn't sick. Cause you wasn't <laughs> saying that when we was fucking, but all right. So I, I like reading those messages. I find it hilarious. So I'll block them on one or two things. So they know they're blocked. 
And then that, that just gets them more angry. Like, you're really just going to fuck me and then block me. And I'll just read all the messages and I'll have my red receipts on. I have my red receipts on all the time. So I want you to know I read your shit and I'll just read it and just laugh and just uh, key, key, key to myself. I'll smoke a blunt and just laugh at your messages. Like, girl, you stupid as fuck. You really think I'm going to respond back to you? Sometimes I entertain it. I'm not going to lie. I'm just like, oh, is that right? Is that really how you feel? Like, damn, that's crazy that you feel that way about me. Like, <laughs> you love to just stir the pot. That should be a segment on this podcast. That should be a segment on this podcast is you just go through like a girl that you just slept with that you ghosted. Then you go through the text and you just read them out for everyone on the podcast. Oh, I have a couple threads. I, I definitely have a couple threads. So I could definitely make an episode out of it. Um, but I would have to, you know, not say the names and things like that, because most of them listen to my to my podcast. And so you're savage, but you ain't that savage. Well, no, I have no issues on shouting on shouting them out. I have no issues. Well, it's don't just... hold back on us then. Don't hold back. Don't hold back now. Come on. Well, I so like my Taurus episode, right? And when I was talking about how I feel like me and Tauruses are meant to be more friends than in a relationship. Yeah. Um, so it was this girl that um I was conversating with or whatever, and she listened to it and she's a Taurus, and she just was like, she texted me and was like. So I just listened to your Taurus episode and mind you, um, we kind of had an altercation like a few days before the Taurus episode because she didn't like she didn't text me and I, I didn't text her because I mean, the phone worked both ways. It you feel me like it is what it is. If we don't talk. We don't talk. And she hit me up and she was just like, wow, that's crazy. And I'm just like, what? And she's like, I, I didn't text you because I was seeing if you were going to text me, but I see how it is. And I'm just like, I'd be busy. And she was like, well, then text me when you can make like when you're when you're free to talk to me. And of course, I was just like, I guess and just left it at that. And so I did my tourist episode and she was like, she was like, so I just heard your episode. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, so am I friend zone? And I was like, yeah, I feel like we're better off as friends than anything else. And I said a couple things about Tauruses, about how, you know, they try to force things that aren't meant to be there and things of that nature. And she was just kind of like, well, was it the situation that happened the other day that made you feel this way? And I'm just like, I mean, that was part of it. Yeah, but it, you know, it, I, it was bound to happen. In all honesty, like I lose interest really quickly. And, you know, after a while, it's like, eh. You know, like it just, it get a little boring. So she was just like, well, you know, I was just asking, I'm not trying to force anything or whatever, but you know, if, if, if it didn't happen, would we still be on that type of time? And I'm just like, honestly, I, I don't think so. I, I feel like we, we were just always meant to be friends. Like, I don't think it was meant to be anything more than that. And she was just like, well, I understand, I guess I, you know, I, I wish, you know, things were different. And then she was like, well, people make mistakes. Not everybody's perfect. I'm just like, well, yeah, nobody's perfect, but you know, it is what it is. You know, we're better off as friends. <laughs> and, um, I've also had some people who listen to some of my other podcasts and with me talking about sex and talking about things I like, they've tried to use, like, they've tried to hit me with lines about things that I like that I've talked about on my podcast. And it's just like, if you don't get your ass on somewhere, like, 
I've had a couple people who listened to my podcast and was just like, oh, so you like this? Well, I like doing that too. And I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing. It's always trouble when you have someone listening to the podcast that you've slept with. It's it's never a good situation. I've learned that the hard way for sure. So in the future, not going to mention it. <laughs> well, see, I don't really care because like if you hear it, you hear it. If you don't, you don't. You feel me? Like it is what it is. Oh, it is what it is. But... If you get offended by it, then I mean, clearly the shoe fit a little too well, you know? So that's mm, something you need true, to evaluate true. with yourself, not me. I'm just speaking on it. It's you. Like, I'm not the drama. You're the drama. Like, <laughs> it's true. It's true. So it's like, like, all right. So for example, this whole, my, my Aquarius episode and me saving it for last it's a real personal issue. Like it's a personal reason why I'm saving it for last. And it's because I've expressed before, like me and me and Aquariuses are not like the, the sex is always great, but us actually being together, we butt heads more often than not. And I'm saving this. I'm saving Aquarius for last because for those who don't know, my ex was an Aquarius and, um, I just want to talk shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm literally saving it for last because I have so much shit to say about Aquarius. Like so much. And it's probably going to be one of my longest episodes. Not even going to lie. It's probably going to be one of the longest um, Zodiac sign episode because I have so much shit to say. But that's because I've had so many experiences with Aquarius that I know for a fact we're not good together. But the sex is just too good to just not be with them you feel me so it's like wow exactly it's like uh if anyone's wondering what a sex with a leo is you know what i'm saying i just gotta try it but uh <laughs> yeah facts listen <laughs> listen one thing i can say about leos is that y'all y'all don't speak too much on what y'all got going on but when y'all when y'all when y'all show out y'all show out um because i mean i definitely did fuck a leo and ghost her um and i mean the so all right so the reason why I ghosted her was more so because after we had sex, it was nothing. Like it was the sex that was the attraction. It was the sex that kept me like it was it was the the sexual attention that had me emerged in the conversation like that kept my attention. But once the sex was done and like that, that feeling was gone, it was like, damn, you're really a boring ass bitch. And I just, I'm good off you. Like, I, I don't want nothing else to do with you at this point. Cause you know, I got what I want. So, you know, go on about your day, go find your little girlfriend. Cause it ain't going to be me. So but, I mean, but thanks for the sex. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it was good. You know, I appreciate it. Thank you for taking the time out to dabble in the sheets with me, but that's probably the last time you're going to hear from me. But have a, have a good life, you know? And I mean, I've had some, you know, I've I've had some females that I've, you know, fucked around on and they, like, I, I ghosted them and then they came back, like, not even months, like, years later, you know, with the whole, we had fun, why'd you stop talking to me? And I had to go through the whole, well, you know, 
I just wanted the sex. It was just the sex. Like, but that was when I was going through my fuck my fuck boy phase. You feel me? So I mean, I ain't like that no more. You know, I'm a changed person. But who you trying to lie? I'm not. I'm not as bad as I was. Okay, I'm not as bad as I was. I changed a bit. Listen, I changed a bit. You know, I'm not as bad. <laughs> I may still be bad. Listen, it just depends on who you ask. I feel like it just depends on who you ask. Cause some people will say I was the best, I was the best thing they, they ever had. And some people will say that I ain't shit. I'll never be shit. And I'm I'm I ain't shit. So you know, it just depends on the person. Feel me? But the people who say that I ain't shit and I ruined their lives and shit had a blast with me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least they had fun. Fuck, you got to take something out of it. So basically what you're saying is moving forward here, when I get off the schneid, that is, because I'm in the dry spell deluxe, but uh, I'm going to have to ask everyone their sign before I shack up with them. Be like, yo, what's your sign? This is for research purposes. And then then I'll do some research. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because then you, because I'm I'm telling you, it's all right. So the top three signs with best sex, right? You ready? Yep. Virgo, Aquarius, and Cancer. In my opinion, those three are the top three. Okay, but what are the best? best because sometimes they give like the combinations, right? So they'll be like Leo and something are like the best suited for sex. Do you have that on you? Um, okay, so I feel like Leos tend to have great sex with a lot of people, a lot of signs, only uh-huh. because y'all are more <laughs> dominant than most signs. So y'all tend to take control a lot more than any other sign would. Um, I can say the Leo that I did fuck on, um, we kind of had some difficulties in the beginning because I'm not submissive to a certain extent. Like if I'm more dominant than you or if my dominance out overpowers your dominance, I'm not going to submit to you. Like you got me fucked up because I'm more dominant than you. So, you know, we kind of did butt heads prior to like actually having sex, but I made her submit and um, then it was pretty good, but it was like the initial start of it was more so like, nah, I'm a, I'm the top. You're going to be the bottom. No, I'm the top and you're going to be the bottom. Nah, you got me fucked up. I'm not the bottom. You're the bottom. So you had it to just, do a little wrestling. Yeah, pretty much. So it's mm-hmm. more so of like, because y'all are naturally dominant, it's like a, a lot of signs, like a lot of people are more, more willing to submit. So y'all take more control during sex. So it's more so of y'all giving than getting. And it's always going to be good because y'all put y'all best into everything. But it's those rare occasions that you meet uh, another, that you meet a sign and they're just as dominant as you are. And then it's real weird. Like you've, you've probably never experienced it, of course, but because you're just naturally dominant and you're a male Leo and male Leos tend to hold on to that dominance more than anything. Um, so give, I don't think uh, giving I, it up isn't, isn't easy for y'all. So, um, but if you, I, I'm telling you, you're going to run into a dominant female and you're not going to know how to handle it. And it's going to be real awkward right before y'all actually fuck. And you're going to debate on backing out. You will because there's there's a girl I can think of. So <laughs> I don't I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I don't think I've ever been in a situation like that. 
in terms of actually hooking up. But I do know a girl who is like that, who would challenge me for that dominance. And we never hooked up. We talked a little bit and like, I would definitely fucking shack up with her. Now it's funny too, because she's actually taller than me. So that kind of adds another layer to it. But like, I remember we had a couple conversations and she's that kind of girl that's going to like also establish that dominance. She's going to ask you those hard questions. She's kind of, kind of assert herself. And I remember one time she actually came over to a party we were having and she sat me down on the couch. Right. And I could tell by her like attitude and her aura, she was used to being the one kind of in control. Right. She's sitting me down on the couch. She's asking me the questions. But when she asked me the questions, I was giving her back good answers and retaliating with other questions to challenge her. And I could see that she was like, oh, shit, like, I'm not used to this. I'm used to the guys just sitting here and just answering my questions where this motherfucker shooting back at me and he's giving me some good answers to think about. And she was probably a Leo. (laughs) I should find out, actually. I should find out. But it was interesting, that dynamic. And it was the only time that I can think of off the top of my head where I've been challenged like that and i was like oh this is different I'm like what the fuck's going on here i'm like hey you better fucking sit down <laughs> yeah she was but, either she's either a leo a scorpio or a sag one of them if she says well, any other sign she's lying <laughs> <laughs> well i will find out and i'll report back to you we could even maybe do like a little fucking uh recap poll for people yeah to vote on to see exactly. what, if they get it right or not yeah yeah, no, I'll find out for sure. Cause it's, yeah, it's the only one off the top of my head that's ever really challenged me like that. And I'm like, okay, all right. And it's interesting because she always posts on social media about like how she's single and she can't find like a man, you know what I mean? Like someone to challenge her in a sense. Um, and she's always posting about it. But then of course, as she's posting, she's like showing off her body, which is phenomenal. So I'm like, holy fucking shit. All right, I'll fucking, I'll climb that ladder. I'll take on that challenge. Let's fucking go. I'll Drop climb the that ladder. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> okay, so just kind of to get off topic a little bit, um, because I feel like I've I've said enough about you guys' sign to you know get you a little bit of attention, you know. Um, so <laughs> for those who listened to the last to the episode where on um to the how I didn't meet your mother episode that I was on, um, the most recent one. Um, the host of that episode, Mr. Adrian mentioned that he did not do, he's never actually done butt stuff. So I told him that, so before I started recording, just to give you guys kind of a backstory, um, I told him that I kind of wanted to talk about it a little bit. So, and he said that the two times he's done butt stuff, it was not consensual. (laughs) (laughs) it was uh it was involuntary i will say that yeah so what do you mean it was involuntary (laughs) (laughs) uh okay so it's happened twice to me in terms of butt stuff one was me giving and one was me receiving uh so we'll start with the giving i guess both are pretty good stories oh i, I was gonna say let's start with the you receiving <laughs> uh, yeah i know you want that one but yeah um so the first one is uh this was years ago when i first moved to calgary we lived right across the street from the university at the university they had their own little bar slash club there which my roommate and i frequented so uh, it was one night we were there and uh, I was basically just on a mission to fuck like most nights when I was younger. That was the sole purpose of being there. So we're dancing, having a good time, having some drinks. And of course, the lights come on 
you know, to signal the end of the night and I'm going, Oh fuck, I still don't have someone to shack up with. So I'm doing the old panic, like look across the room, looking for anyone else that's trying to like, you know, find a partner for the end of the night. And this girl ends up grabbing me. And I don't know if she was scoping me the whole night or what the situation was. Cause I was pretty drunk at the time, but this girl ends up snatching me up and was like, Oh, I see this guy's fucking desperate eyes. I'm taking him back. <laughs> so sure enough, uh, her and her friend, they lived on res. So they take me and my roommate back to the one girl's room. We're hanging out there just in the common area and we're figuring out what to do next. And the one girl's like, Hey, well, I'm going to go rip over to this party real quick and see if it's still going on. So we're like, all right, she takes off. Now, I don't know why my friend doesn't go with her for some reason, but he's just chilling in the kitchen. I'm kind of looking at him like, bruh, like, what are you doing? But anyway, so there's three of us sitting in the kitchen now. Well, so the girl that snatched me, she decides she's going to go in the bedroom. So she goes in the bedroom, closes the door behind her. So now it's just me and my buddy sitting in the kitchen, like two awkward fucks, just looking at each other like, all right, what are we going to do now? And so there's like a slight pause for a couple minutes. And then finally, my buddy looks over and he's like, well, if you ain't going to fucking go in there, I am. And I'm like, okay, I better go in there. So I go into the bedroom. Lights are off, pitch black. Can't see a fucking thing. Not going to bother to turn on the lights on. We're just going to say that. So I'm feeling my way around the room. And sure enough, she's there on the bed. And hey, that's funny. Your fucking clothes are off already. She's butt ass naked. I'm like, all right, well, I see where this is going. So I proceed to strip myself off in about 30 seconds or less pretty quick. And uh, get onto the bed and we start getting into it. We're just making out fucking hands are flying everywhere. Feet are flying everywhere. You name it. We start fucking right. We're doing the old missionary to start off pretty conservative, you know, just ease into it. See what it's like. Okay. That feels pretty good. Turn her around. We're doing the doggy style. I'm like, oh, okay. And we're getting a nice rhythm now. Getting a nice thrust going. Fuck right. Cool. Right on. <laughs> well, as I'm fucking her from behind and doggy. Out of the pitch black, and now keep in mind, we haven't really said two words to each other since the beginning of this. It's just been a fucking panic fest spree of sex. Out of the fucking darkness, all I hear, and this is at like the top of her fucking lungs, and now I might deafen some people here, but she yells, stick it in my fucking ass! (laughs) I fucking freeze in this instant and go, what the fuck did she just say i think about it for a second i'm not thrusting anymore i'm dead stopped and i go well by the way she said that if i don't stick it in her ass she's probably gonna beat the shit out of me yeah and i'm still hard so i've got to get off somehow so i basically just grab her behind pull out raise myself up a little bit put it back in and then just keep going. And I remember like, as I'm doing it, I'm like, Oh my God, is this what fucking anal is like? This sucks. <laughs> but this girl was so enthusiastic about it. And just the way she said it, I was like, I don't even have a choice in this situation. I basically just have to do this. And it's funny because once I started fucking her in the ass, I kind of slowed down a bit. Cause I was so thrown off by the whole thing. And I guess she sensed that I was throwing down or slowing down. And she's like, no, 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 fuck that. And she just starts slamming herself against me. Just and like just going to absolute town. So, uh, yeah, quite the experience for your first uh, (laughs) adventure. But yeah, just out of the darkness, just stick it in my fucking ass. Yeah, it was scary. Honestly, I was scared. (laughs) I was scared. Um, So that's the first one. That's the first involuntary. you know, that was my first annual experience. And then the second time. No, this okay, is the, this time is the I, one that I want to hear about. Ah, I, I, well, 
you know, it's a good one. I don't know if it's going to get quite where you think it's going to get. But anyways, so I'm in Thailand. We all know about Thailand. We know what happens over there. You know, people are loose. People are loose. So I've been shacking up with this chick in my tour group for the last, yeah, I don't know, five to seven days, right? We've been fucking everywhere, like all over the place. We're pissing off the whole tour group. We're fucking so much. And so it's the last night, actually, before we're set to go home. We're back in Bangkok. And now the whole group's getting set out to go for the night, go party in the club. It's kind of our send-off night, right? So we're getting ready to go out to the club and this girl approaches me and she's like, Hey, like before we go to the club, like you want to fuck. And of course me being me, I'm like, Oh, you want to fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I'm down. Like, I'm not worried about anything else. We'll get there later. All good. So me and her going to my room, started hooking up. She's riding on top of me. So she's riding on top of me. We're having a great old time. She's just this wee little thing. I'm like, ah, this is awesome. Just a nice little pregame. While she's riding me and she, we've already had this discussion about you know, how sensitive my balls are because they are very sensitive and I don't like anyone to touch them. Yeah, I remember well, the conversation. <laughs> yeah, so she's riding on top of me and she decides she's going to start playing with my balls and I'm like, you motherfucker. Oh, no. So she's playing with them, just testing the waters and I'm like, I'm doing the little like flex, like the little twitch. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, I don't like that. Super sensitive. I'm like, no, stop doing that. But she's still doing it. I'm like, you motherfucker. But I'm getting laid. She's riding on top of me. So I'm like, whatever. I'm just going to put up with this for now. So she's doing just a casual ball grab, right? Well, little do I know, as she's doing this, she's slowly working her hand back <laughs> past my ball region. I'm not paying attention to this, though. No, no, because there's this girl riding on top of me. I'm distracted. I don't know what's going on. Well, next thing I fucking know, she goes from fucking cradling my balls to taking her pinky and going, right in my fucking anal sphincter. And I go, whoa. What the fuck was that? And I literally, oh my goodness, as soon as she does it, my whole body just tenses and I just stop and I go, Whoa! And so she obviously, you know, since my whole body tensed up, pulls out right away. And I'm like, What the fuck was that? She's like, <laughs> and she just looks at me like one of those looks, like almost like a scolding mother, which is really strange in this situation, but that's the way I can describe it. And she kind of looks at me and she goes, Adrian, you need to expand your horizons. And I go, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, bitch, I do not need to expand my horizons in that way. Get your finger out of oh my Oh my goodness. It's the expand your horizons for me. She was really dead pressed on putting her finger in your butt. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, she she wanted to expand my horizons, but I told her that's where I draw the line. Get that fucking finger out of there. So she got the finger out of there and we proceeded on our way. Now, the fucking worst part of the story is we were so distracted having sex that by the time we actually got to the club, we got there just in time to see the lights come on. So we missed the whole fucking good pie party. We missed the whole night of clubbing and dancing. Too busy getting a finger up my fucking butt. Yeah. So on a scale of one to ten, would you recommend? Well, now here's the kicker. <laughs> Although the initial penetration was shocking and somewhat disturbing, once the finger was in there, it wasn't that bad. Okay, so you do it again. Now, also keep in mind, <laughs> the pinky finger, right? We're not dealing with the fucking Yeah, index. not the We're thumb not or anything thumb. big. We're not getting the a fucking pinky. Yeah. two finger discount. We're just doing <laughs> the pinky, okay? But I'll admit, once it got past that, you know, initial push, it, it, it once it was in there, you didn't really notice it. Now, I don't know, you know, in terms of the G-spot and all that, I, I don't know. But, yeah, it uh, it was you a just, shock. You just had least. to relax your butthole. 
once you relaxed your butthole, then it probably started feeling good. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I would actually like, I don't know if I, yeah, I'd probably rather take a finger in the butt than have a girl play with my balls. That's how sensitive they are. Okay. So y'all hear that ladies? Y'all hear where, where, (laughs) you know, what his, his this or that is. So, you know, just throwing that out there. You want to dabble a little bit. Y'all know where he stands. Uh, you can hit me up at HIDMYM podcast <laughs> on Instagram and <laughs> we'll schedule a time and place. Uh, look, I'll, I'll make sure I add him and all my posts on here. So, y'all, you know, I, I got you. I got you. Y'all slide his way. Y'all feel me? Y'all, y'all, y'all slide. Oh, yeah. Slide. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> so, then the next question becomes, because I know um, this is probably going to be like major, uh, a very major change. Would you let a girl peg you? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I can't. No, that's just, I have to draw the line. And I don't know if that's, you know, uh, a limited or older mentality or what it is. Cause we've had this conversation on my podcast talking about guys comfortability with being pegged and how the G spot, you know, is via that route. But that's just something for me where, and this is just a personal thing, but for me as a man, I'm just like, no, like I, it's just, that's not something I can do, you know, long shot. Hey, if there's a G spot there, maybe it is pleasurable, but unfortunately that's just not something I'm going to experience because it's just, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. And I'll be open to us about it. I mean, like I said, it might not be the right mentality. Uh, and I think, you know, the ideology beyond behind it is changing quite a bit, but I, I can't do it. I cannot get fucked in the ass. It's just, no, maybe it's a Leo thing, right? Go back to dominance, yeah. but it's just, yeah, nah, ain't going to happen. Well, I mean, it's also, you know, I, the only reason why I asked is because a lot of, so if, if you asked another, if you, if you asked a different dude about even getting a finger in there, but they would, you know, off bat, that's gay as hell, da, da, da. but it's like, it's the fact that, you know, you're mature enough to say, yeah, I'm okay with the pinky. You know, I, it was, it was cool. Like I, I, I didn't not like it. And it's like, that just shows the confidence in your, you know, your, your manhood, because I, in my opinion, I feel like most men who are quick to say no to like, butt play and all that stuff are usually gay as hell. Like, they getting fucked in the ass behind closed doors or they're fucking somebody in the ass behind closed doors, but somebody being fucked in the ass behind closed doors. And it's definitely not a female. And so it's, it's more so of like the fact that you're comfortable enough to say, yeah, I've done it. You know, it wasn't wanted, but it was cool like that. I respect it. You know, I respect it. No, I appreciate that. And that's, that's something I've learned by doing my podcast as well and having these conversations with people. It's kind of opening up your your mindset to that and realizing that, hey, like, you know, it's okay to admit that you've done these things. It's okay to admit that you like certain things and it's also okay to draw the line. And it's good to have a more open mindset and talk about these things and be like, hey, you know what, pinky in there, cool. But if you want to stick a fucking strap on in there, nah, 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 nah. We're exactly. Good. Because see, listen, I'm trying to, and I'm I'm gonna make sure he listens to this too. So pussy lips, right? 
I've been trying ah, to pussy lips. Pussy lips. So I've been trying to get him to understand that he he may be a gay man. And the reason why I say this is because so he was out at a party and this girl was like throwing it back on him and all this stuff. And he walked away from her twice and said he was uncomfortable. What? And now exactly. But that's not the only little fruity thing he's done and but that's just the only fruity thing that i'm gonna call him out on because if i go he's gonna because like i said i'm gonna make sure he hears this i'll make sure he knows that i mentioned him in this episode and all of that and huh i'm not gonna go too hard on him i'm just i'm just gonna i'm just gonna mention that So one of the things I've been trying to get him to understand is that no straight male is going to turn down. I mean, nobody, straight male, gay female, shit, even straight females get danced on by bitches and like that shit. Now, I ain't saying that the straight female is going to go home with the bitch and fuck her, but she's going to get danced on, you know, she's going to grind on her too. You feel me? Like, it's just it's human nature Mm -hmm. so for you to walk away not once but twice and then say you're uncomfortable it's a little suspicious so i've been trying to convince him that you know maybe you prefer men and he's oh no i'm not like i don't i'm straight straight." (laughs) and it's like how do you know? You know, well, maybe that's why he's offended by pussy lips so much. Maybe exactly. that's why he's offended by the name. He's like, yo, exactly. it's fucking dick lips, bud. Figure it out. Exactly. It's dick <laughs> lips, not pussy lips. Like <laughs> it's fucking foreskin lips. Get it right. Right. I, I like the extra <laughs> skin. I'll pull it back. Like, oh yeah. Fucking just barely with my teeth so it doesn't hurt, but it's a nice little peel back motion. I got this thing exactly. fucking figured it out. Look at around it's the like, tip. you know, he goes on to talk about how like he you know it's not always about sex with him with females and it's like all right dude like you're really suspect so i've been trying to get him to you know open his eyes and realize that he may not be a 100 percent straight male he may be at least bisexual you know he doesn't want to come out as a full gay man as of yet you know at this point in time i you know he wants to be undercover but like, I, I think you just like, got to get a finger in there and find exactly. out. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I feel like if he <laughs> dabbles a little bit, like if he just lets someone stick a finger in his butthole, you know, he, he just may like it. And yeah. it's like, you know, no judging, you know, but it's like, he's in denial about it. And you meet a lot of, a lot of undercover men who are in denial about their sexuality and where they stand and they're so quick to try and prove that they like bitches and all this shit but the funny thing about him is that he doesn't really prove he likes bitches he just says i'm straight and it's like how do you know how do you know well, how do you know you don't know exactly. until you find out exactly and it's like you know like i had to find out i had sex with a guy found out i didn't like that shit knew where i stood so I've been, you know, low key looking for a guy for him to, you know, dabble with. 
and <laughs> I well, we gotta make a profile body. for him on grinder that'll be Listen. that'll be another mission get a grinder account for him going. exactly yeah and i you know i haven't got i haven't gotten any luck yet but i mean i have a few prospects and i feel like he just might enjoy it and it's like i feel like once he once he comes to that realization he's going to feel so much better with himself. Like, I feel like, you know, his confidence is going to go up, you know, he's going to be comfortable with himself because he's not hiding who he really is anymore. No. <laughs> you're, you're just picturing him listening to this right now. I know it. Now, would the pinky be better from a stranger though, or from you? Well, no, I, I don't think, I, I'm not, I'm definitely not down to stick a finger in his butt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not down. Um, all right. All right. Just I feel like sure. it, Just I feel like sure. it has to be a guy that does it because yeah. I mean, if it's I, be, only because he doesn't really show much interest in females. Okay. okay. Yeah. It could be a dominant female, but when have you seen him when I mean, yeah, he's definitely a bottom. But when have you actually seen him put in effort with a female? It had to be a bitch to just approach him and be like, this is what's going to happen. Girlie approached him twice and he was uncomfortable. I I feel like if it was a dude that danced on him, he would have just stood there. His dick would have probably got hard. He said his dick got hard for Girlie. That's big cat. Because if your dick got hard from Girlie... You would have still kept dancing. You would have tried to take her to the crib. Or he's a virgin. Could be a virgin. He could be a virgin. Could be a virgin. It's so many, so many, so many, so many possibilities. It's so many possibilities. Listen, so many possibilities. I mean, he says he's not a virgin. He claims he's had sex with females, but I don't know. A lot of people claim they had sex with females and never actually had sex with females. You know, sex in your head doesn't count. You feel me? So <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. It sounds I mean, sounds like we need to do a follow up here. It sounds like we gotta do we, some. Uh... We do need a follow. We need, we definitely do need to do a follow up. Um, I I definitely might have him as a guest on here and to, to to discuss this. He definitely might not be comfortable with this, and I feel like that would bring spotlight to how he is you know because like i've said most men who are comfortable in their sexuality can discuss things like this they're comfortable with you know i like what i like but i'm you know i'm open to having a female do some things to me but he'll probably try and argue with me about it and i feel like that would be such a hilarious ass episode <laughs> hearing him try to defend himself as to why he's not gay there we go. Would we got an fucking episode hilarious. Stand him up to trial. It'll be. Yeah, the, uh, for sure. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a clever name right now for the episode, but I'll get back to you on that. I'm working on it. <laughs> I, listen, I already have the, I already have the episode title in mind. Pussy lips or dick lips. Oh, <laughs> there we go. The trial of pussy lips. <laughs> the trial of pussy lips. And do like a two-parter. Do like a two-parter. Like part one and then a part two. And the part two is, you know, the part one is me, you know, expressing how I feel about him possibly being gay. And then him, the, you know, part two being him, like, talking about how he feels like he's not gay. And me just laughing at him. Because 
he never makes sense. <laughs> like, you gotta have you you can be the judge with one episode with them, and then the next episode have like the jury on, and you can discuss with the jury what they think. Oh yeah, for sure. Have have people that know him as guests mm-hmm. and like listen mm-hmm. to him try and explain how he's a straight man when he's really not. <laughs> Poor pussy lips. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Poor pussy lips. Poor pussy lips. So, okay. Um, I feel like. We're just going to keep going straight into it. Um, we're no breaks today. You feel me? Um, I usually, we usually do take a little five minute break or whatever, but we've gotten really deep in the conversation and I want to keep this momentum going. So do you have any shitty bosses you want to shout out? I know I always put you on the spot with this. I know all the problem is I don't. I know that's oh. always the problem. That's always the problem. Yeah. Let me uh all right. Well, I don't got a shitty boss, but I got a shitty client. What shit? We'll take that too. We'll take all right. All right. Well, I, I don't got a shitty boss, but I got a shitty client. For those people that don't know, I'm a delivery driver. I deliver fucking mats and linens and towels and shit. And so I gotta do these dollar amas every week and uh I'll just say this, you know, some weeks you skip some sops, but I never skip a dollarama. And sure enough, these motherfuckers, I go to them every single fucking week. They are the worst people to talk to. It's this one specific location where I literally went up the one day to the girl that was working there and said, hey, how's it going? She turned around, looked at me with a blank stare, and then went back to what she was doing. Didn't say a fucking word. Every time I try to get these invoices signed by these people, they're just the biggest cunts. They just fucking look at me like, why are you disturbing me right now? And I'm like, okay, you know what? Like, if you're going to be like that, fine. So anyways, long story short, when you go there, you got to get that invoice signed stamped. Well, I had enough of dealing with these people. I'm like, I'm not even going to bother with this. I'm just going to sign into the little thing at the front, call it a day. I get a phone call from my manager first. And he's like, hey, I get a phone call from Dollarama. They say, uh, you haven't been delivering for three weeks. I'm like, fuck right off. I'm like, I've been there every single week. I have to deal with these people that I don't even like. And now they're saying I'm not there for three weeks. Like, what's up? Right. So I'm like, all right. So I'm already getting a little fired up, right? And it takes a lot to get me fired up. Doesn't happen too often. When it does, it ain't pretty. So that's the first phone call. Then I get a phone call actually from like our owner, right? the head honcho and he's like yeah so there's this dollar am you delivered to on fridays they're saying you haven't been there for three weeks like does that ring a bell and i tell him straight up i'm like that's bullshit I'm like i've been there every single week the people are miserable i'm like that's why i haven't got shit signed i've just been signing into the little electronic thing because i ain't dealing with it anymore and he's like all right well here's the deal they got three managers saying that you have not delivered for three weeks so if that's the case, next time you go back, I need you to try to get that invoice signed because we're going to have a dispute here. I'm like, these motherfuckers, we got three managers going up against me saying I haven't been there and I straight up have been there. I know for a fact. So I go in the next time to make the delivery. I'm talking to the people there and it's, you know, you know, it's unfortunate as this older woman in her freaking sixties or seventies. I don't know why she's being like this, but I'm talking to her. I'm like, Hey, listen, you said I haven't been here for three weeks. I've been here every single week. That is not fair to me when I get a phone call saying, hey, you haven't been servicing those guys for three weeks when that's a straight up lie. I'm like, that's straight up bullshit. I know it is. I'm calling you out on it. And she's looking at me like, no, no, no. I have the dates right here. We've had dirty mats since then, blah, blah, blah. I'm going, nah, dude, I've been here every single week. I can keep track of it because I've been signing in through, it's called like a Kronos. I've been signing in through there. That's not fair to me. I'm like, no more of that shit. I'm like, I'm calling you out right now. That's bullshit. And she's looking at me. I'm like, yeah, I'm calling you out. 
And so that was the end of it. I left after that. Since then, I've been getting it signed. But that's the shout out is that Dollarama. Fuck them. Do fuck not that like hold them. up. Fuck yeah. all of them. Whatsoever. Fuck the yeah. three bosses. Fuck off. The registrate. Fuck yeah. the at the front desk. Fuck that whole building. Three managers point. signed off. I'm like, bro, seriously? Like, and I'm then it's the fact nice. that they tried to lie and say you haven't been in there. I know, right? I'm like, okay, all right. Well, I'll make it a big deal now. Every time I go in there, I'm just gonna wave my hands in there. Hey guys, hey, right here. Nah, I would be petty. I'd be like, all right, everybody, selfie time. Let's take a yes, picture. Yeah, like, exactly. Well, I, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't seen the one woman since. Um, so that's Hope a good she thing. She got fired. But yeah, seriously, right? What? Uh, yeah, no. So that's my that's my shout out. That's a good one. Yeah, let's get off my chest. Yeah. So I'm gonna shout out everybody's favorite shitty boss, um, Damien. So the reason why he's being shouted out today is because so um, not many people know, but um, my my ex got COVID and she had to like take off of work and things of that nature, and um, she also got a new job. So not only has she like been working remotely, but she's also going to put in her two weeks notice soon. And so he doesn't know it. And I'm kind of waiting for her to tell him because I want her to ask him if I can like interview him, make it seem like I want to interview him for like, to, so he could talk about his job and then just be like, so I have like everybody's favorite shitty boss and just like put him oh, on the spot. Oh, oh, oh. I've been wanting to do that since like he was first since I first mentioned him as a shitty boss. And she says he's not going to be down for it. But I feel like I could convince him, you know. But the reason why I'm shouting him out today is because, um, like I said, she had COVID and she had to quarantine. And, then you know, you can't go back until you get a negative test result. Well, he hit her up today. It was just like, hey, when are you coming back in the office? And um, now, mind you, I work from home and our Internet has been like iffy last night and this morning. And so she told him, like, my Internet connection has been pretty bad. I have to reach out to Comcast, whatever. And he was like, well, I don't know. You may have to come into the office. And it's like, bro. You use so many excuses. Like every day is an excuse as to why he needs to leave the office. Like he left the office one time because his son fell out of a tree. Like, why is your son even in a tree? What? Like, what sense does that make? Like, it's just, it's little stupid ass reasons. Or he's like, or he comes in and only is in the office for like three hours. But if she tries to leave early for like an appointment or something and like, not many people know, but I have like a, I have seizures and whatnot. So like when I have my doctor's appointments, she, you know, can't tell him it's for me because he'll bitch. So she'll say it's for her. And like, she'll take me to my, to my appointments or whatever. And he'll like, literally be like, so when are you coming back in the office? When are you come back in the office? And it's like, bro, you're not even in the office. Why are you so pressed? And he just, he's fucking terrible. And it's like, I aspire to be his level of ain't shit one day because like, you know how ain't shit you gotta be to leave the office two hours early, but bitch a whole day for someone being out because they have a sickness. You know how shitty you have to be to do that. But your excuse to leave the office is Oh, I have a headache. I'm going to go home. Or 
oh my goodness, my son scraped his knee. Or like I, I, when he said that um, one time his wife had surgery and, you know, I understand, you know, your wife had surgery, but like, what did you need to leave the office for? Cause she had a way there and home. Clearly she had a way there. If you were at the office when she went to get surgery and nobody's going to leave her there by herself after surgery. Right. So you're just using your family to get away with shit. And I, I find it funny because I feel like, so he's, he's a biracial. I felt he he's, he's mixed. He's black and Caucasian. And I feel like, um, from what, from what she says, he, his wife is black and I feel like he has a, he has a little side John and I feel like she's, she's a little white John because I mean, no black woman's going to put up with his dumb shit. None like at all. Like, I don't even know the man and he just, he blows me. Like I, I, everything he does is fucking hilarious. Like I find everything he does funny. And that's why I want to interview him so bad, but He's everybody's favorite shitty boss. I feel like I mentioned him so much on this episode, like on my podcast, like in general, like if I don't have a new shitty boss, it's usually he does some fucked up shit within that week where I can reach out him out, you know? And so it's always something. And it's just great because he gives me so much content <laughs> and he doesn't even know it. Like, <laughs> so Shout out to Damien again, because he's everybody's favorite shitty boss at this point. I feel like it's like a trilogy of things he does that's shitty as fuck. So yeah, shout out to Damien. So that whole company, the three managers, the lady at the front desk, who I hope got fired and Damien, fuck you guys. You guys are shitty bosses. Um, Well, shitty people in general, not even just bosses, y'all shitty people in general. And then, um, so the last part of this segment is um, things we dislike. So have you thought of something you dislike this week? Ooh, something I dislike. Uh, oh, yeah, you always do put me on the spot. Eh? I, I know. <laughs> busted. All right, I'll think of something. And it's funny because you had, so, you had so many weeks to plan this, you know, I, See, listen, well, listening. I gave him the heads up. Okay. <laughs> I gave him the heads up in advance. I told him what episode was it that I was doing? I think it was my, um, it was my third sign. It was my Aries sign. <laughs> I was on my Aries sign when I told him that he was going to be a guest. That was sign three. This is sign eight. And he did not prep at all. Not prepared. Nope. No, winging it, winging it like I always do. Well, hey, I'm gonna blame it on COVID. I had COVID last week. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm a I'm an official survivor. Yeah, pretty big deal. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna say I don't like I don't like fucking online dating apps. Oh my gosh, yes, they're weirdos. It's a lot of weirdos. I am now back on hinge. Finally, I am back on hinge, ready to get back in the game. More so, it's just. Oh, did you do Scuba Steve? Sex, did so. you do Scuba Steve's profile? Profile? No, that's gonna be Tinder. But I gotta oh, get yeah. some pictures though. We actually get. So the plan is, I actually gotta get a hold of a pussy snorkel, and I'm gonna take. <laughs> I'm gonna take normal pictures like a normal profile would have, but every picture will be me wearing the <laughs> with snorkel. the snorkel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're working on that. 
but I made a hinge and I made like a legit hinge, right? Like, a, okay, I want to try to do some dating kind of hinge. I fucking hate it. <laughs> oh my God. I just don't have the attention span to be messaging multiple people. And when I do message people, I'll make it like a nice, good, like intro message or something funny or something engaging. And I don't know if it's like people have just been overusing the apps because of COVID and whatnot. Maybe they're just run down from just using them and just bored and tired of it. But like, I have not had a single conversation go anywhere, either because I don't get a response or because their responses have no follow-up question. Like, it's just like an answer. And I'm like, cool, cool, right on. Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to say to this? Oh yeah. It's a complete crapshoot. And like, I've only been on there for a week, to be honest with you. I give it another week and she might be getting deleted because it's just, (laughs) it's crap. Crap, 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 crap. So that's the thing I don't like. I don't like the dating apps. And to be honest, I might just end up on the Tinder again. Who knows? Because Tinder's straightforward. It's easy. People know what they're on there for. It's just a swipe right, swipe left. You don't have to come up with like a, my favorite line from a movie is, or like the most spontaneous thing I've ever done, which by the way, okay, little mini rant here, but like, oh my God, the profiles too. It's like, I'm putting in fucking work here to make an actual profile that stands out. These girls... I swear the amount of prompts that have to do with dogs where they're like, my life revolves around dogs. My best friend is a dog. What's non-negotiable for me is dogs. It's like (laughs) everyone fucking likes dogs. Tell me something else about you. I want to date you, not your dog, but every fucking profile. And then it's like, if I were to do that, girls would be like, no, 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 there's nothing I can respond to here. It's like, well, what do you think I'm fucking working with? It's brutal. Anyways, so that's my thing I don't like because it's it's shitty. It sucks. Yeah, I'm oh. just going to start going to the grocery store and start so. wheeling and dealing over there. I'm going to go get me some fucking spinach and some fucking chicken <laughs> and then I'm going to see this hot ass bitch and I'm going to be like, yo, listen, can I make you a meal? Because I'm getting some groceries right now. I'm going to cook up a storm. You going to pull bitches in a grocery store? I mean, listen. Yeah. Listen, I feel like that a grocery store and a clothing store are probably the two best places to pull a bitch. In all you know honesty, goes to grocery stores, single moms, mommy. Period. Listen, great minds think alike, and they always got the snacks, bro. Always. Oh, <laughs> you go always have the snacks. They got the snack I like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see. To kind of piggyback on that whole um, the dating sites or whatever. Um, I, I, am starting to realize why I kind of got off. Um, it's also kind of more so because like, it's a lot of fucking weirdos and I'm a bad texter. I I've, I've never denied that my texting game is like a one. I never said my texting game is a one. I've always said my texting game is garbage and I'm one of those people that will hit you with a yeah and expect you to not respond. And it's like, if I do that, that shows you I'm not interested. But for some reason, nobody takes the hint. It's like everybody wants to then be like, well, how was your day? Like, why the fuck would I want to tell you about my day? If I hit you with the yeah, that's the end of the conversation. Stop trying to restart something that's dead. You can't always bring back a beating heart. You feel me? It's dead. It's done. Just bury it, you know? But no, they want to keep trying. And it's like, once I express that I'm not interested, 
I will make it very clear if you don't get the hint that I'm not interested. I will consistently be very short with you or I'll just not respond for days. Like I'm that type of person that will literally be like, oh, okay. And then you'll respond right back and I won't say anything for like two, three days and be like, yeah. (laughs) And just like show you I'm not interested. Like I've literally had to like spaz on somebody. So today, right? This, this girl has been on my friend request list on Facebook for like two weeks now. And I never accepted her friend request. That's a sign. Because I'm on Facebook. You can see I'm active. I just ain't accept your friend request. So that should tell you I'm not interested. Well, no. She and then turn messages me on Facebook. And she's like, hey, and I read it. And she's like, hello. And I read it. How are you? And I read it. And then she's like, hello, with multiple question marks. And I'm like, what? What do you want? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to give the wrong first impression. What do you want? It's already too late for that. Like, what do you want? Oh my goodness. Is it that bad that I'm trying to be friends with you? Trying to be friends with you is bad. Um, no, what's bad is that you're blowing me up. If I'm leaving your shit on red, clearly I don't want to talk to you. Well, all you have to say is you don't want to be friends. I don't want to be friends. So <laughs> she, and then turn says, okay, that's fine. I'm sorry for interrupting, like for messing with you. I gave her the thumbs up emoji. So she, in then turn, unsends all of her messages. So then I get mad notifications from Facebook Messenger. And it's just like such and such unsent message, unsent message, unsent message. And she literally unsent everything she sent me. And it's just like, what was the point of that? Like, that was so unnecessary. Like I didn't even know you could unsend messages, but that's the whole yeah. problem with all this social media and accessibility now. It's just like, man... Just think, like, just just chill for two seconds. Just think exactly. about what you're doing. Like, exactly. this is obviously not going to work out in your favor. Exactly. And then it's like, don't get me wrong. I like being mean. But it's like, if I have to be mean unnecessarily, I feel like you should take a hint on certain things. So if I'm not responding, that's a hint, you know? Take that and leave me the fuck alone. But just it's like, take it and go. Just take exactly. it and go. Exactly. Just take the fact that I'm reading your shit and just move on. Like, leave me the fuck alone. But no, you want to take it a step further and keep hitting me up. Like, what the fuck do you want? Like, I don't give a fuck. Just get off my line. I don't care. And then I'm I'm mean. Because then I had to be rude. And it's like, well, you didn't take the first two, three, four fucking hints the first time. Like, it just, <laughs> I feel it you. don't I make feel sense. You. It don't make sense. No, it don't. It don't. But that's why you just got to delete those people and move on. Oh, yeah, I've, for I've, sure. I've left, I've left someone that's added me as a friend on there for two years. Like, I just, I just leave it. If I don't want it, I just leave it because then they can't even like try to do it again. You know what I mean? If you say like delete and then they can try to add you as a friend again, I literally just leave them on. They added me as a friend and I'll just forget about it for like two years. Oh, yeah. I I have several people in my friend requests that I haven't accepted and I refuse to accept because like I, uh uh-uh, 
I'm good off that. I made the mistake once of adding somebody that I've known from like that I knew from when I lived back in my home state. And I'm thinking she's going to be like all the other people from my home state that send me for requests, just going to send me a firm request and not hit me up. Well, no, she hit me up and started talking about how she missed me and all this dumb shit. And it's just like, girl, leave me alone. Yeah, I'm talking about crazy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, I it, it's the backstory behind it. Like, all right, so just kind of a little insight. It was four years ago. We fucked three times in one month. And the reason I stopped fucking her was because she took she she wanted three now my fingers aren't small okay i have fat ass fingers and three of my fingers are fat as fuck and she wanted three fingers inside of her and i just was not with it like i did it but like i was damn near fisting her at this point and it it, it turned me off so after that i like stop fucking with her and then I got into a relationship or whatever and that was that like we didn't really talk after that well when she sent me the firm request I'm like okay you know she's gonna be like everybody else send me a firm request and not say nothing no as soon as that firm request got accepted she was in my inbox hey how you been you know I'm still in love with you and I'm just like what when did you when were you in love with me the first time like we bitches be crazy ass bitches really be crazy like we wasn't even together i fucked you three times in a month like you're weird and it just it blew me so like she got real crazily obsessed and all that shit and like constantly tried to call me on facebook messenger and all the shit and like would catch an attitude if i didn't answer and i'm just like you're weird bro so like i had to slick spaz on her and like let her know like no nah, i'm good off you like and then, like, she went into this whole, well, I don't want to be friends with you if it's not going to lead into us eventually being together. And I was like, well, then we're not going to be friends. Like, it is what it is. And then she then came back and was like, well, I- I'm down with being your friend if that means, you know, that you're going to be in my life. And, like, even now, like, she'll randomly text me and I'll just read it and just won't say anything. And it's like, I hate being that rude. Like, I'm lying. I like being rude. I like being that rude, but it's like, I hate constantly having to do it. Like you should catch the hint after the first few times, you know, like if I, if I'm rude to you after the first few times, most people, when I'm rude to them will be like, you're rude as fuck. I'm not going to talk to you and leave me the fuck alone. But she just, it's like the, the cells that register when somebody's being rude, just weren't connected. Like that it it was like something got disconnected mentally and she just wasn't understanding she thought that you picking on her was like back in elementary school that you had a crush on her well see i then expressed that i wasn't interested like you know I, i i made it known like i don't want you like i didn't want to be with you back then i don't want to be with you now nothing's changed and, you know, I've, I've let it be known, but it's like, you would have thought I was talking to a piece of paper and she was just like, all I heard was be with me. Not the don't want to be, not the don't want to even talk to you, but the, she just heard be with me. And it was like, oh, I got a chance. Like, no, no, you don't. 
you make the girls go crazy. What can I say? It happens more <laughs> more often than not by the sounds of it. You just make them go cray cray. You stick a couple fingers in there, stick a tongue in, and they just can't get enough. I just be chilling. I just be trying to chill. And honestly, I just be trying to mind my business, go about my day, be rude to the people I'm naturally rude to, and call it a day, you know, end my day on a good note. But like that whole few weeks that she was like bothering me, it was like, bro, she was just annoying as fuck. It got to the point where like, as you heard my best friend in the background, we started calling her crazy bitch. Like, (laughs) (laughs) It's never good when it gets to that. It's never good when it gets to that point. At all, at all. But I mean, she learned her lesson. Like she, she, I think the last time she hit me up was like a month ago. And she was asking if we could get on the phone. And I was like, nah, I'm good. And she was like, okay, I just needed someone to vent to, but all right. And I'm just like, cool. And gave her the thumbs up and she didn't respond. So, I mean, she's learning. She definitely hasn't hit my line since. So I'm, I'm glad. Um, she's also blocked. So, you know, that's. That's what you gotta do. That's what you gotta do. Hey, I think I got to bounce soon here. I got to get to bed, but, um, oh yeah, I, we're, we're rounding up now. Um, I know this it. episode has been very long. Um, I didn't really think this episode was going to be that long. We're usually pretty good on time, but definitely got sidetracked with all the, <laughs> it's all, all the good. conversations. All, um, that's, that's how it goes when me and you record. That's why it's always fun. We just get, off I know we always, we always have a blast when we're recording. So, um, if y'all haven't already go check out his podcast, it's on all plat, all platforms. It's how I didn't meet your mother. And, you know, he likes to talk about the same topics that I do. That's why we vibe and our conversations is always great. Um, if y'all haven't already tune into his most recent episode if you want to tell them what that episode was about yeah so we uh recently had someone on and we just talked about essentially a lot of like female energy um fuck actually i'm gonna have to look it up because it's been a while you can edit this part out (laughs) (laughs) you know i don't edit out no parts uh i'd I'd literally be on my podcast like this is episode um give me a second let me pull yeah i i was listening that today (laughs) i was like oh my god she doesn't even know what episode it is but i guess i can't say anything yeah no so last episode we had alana mckenzie on she talked about uh the art of feminine seduction feminine energy so it's a very feminine based podcast episode which i wanted to kind of do and uh she talked about basically you know why is dating harder for women kind of some strategies they can use uh, why sometimes, you know, they just get in their own heads and that kind of, kind of blocks them or makes dating a bit harder. Um, just kind of, you know, strategies they can use to make things easier to get more matches. It was a fun conversation. Then she had some funny stories too. She actually had two stories of when she, you know, one time she got accidentally kidnapped. Another time she actually got kidnapped. Accidentally kidnapped. I've gotten, no, I can't even say accidentally kidnapped. I've gotten kidnapped before. Um, (laughs) definitely wasn't fun. So I, completely relate <laughs> right i i couldn't believe the stories and i was like well multiple fair times enough. i've gotten like, kidnapped multiple times um, oh fuck so you two would have something to share for sure and then yeah we just kind of shoot the shit about you know modern dating too and uh the online dating app so no it was a good episode it's good to have her on she's a good speaker so definitely go check it out how i didn't meet your mother on uh, all major platforms and you can find us on Instagram, H-I-D-M-O-M podcast. And if you want to come on as a guest, feel free to reach out to us. And uh, 
Yeah, yeah you'll never regret it. Fun. It'll always be fun. Um, it'll always be a great laugh of of a conversation, as y'all can tell. All of our all of the episodes where me and him are together on is always some wild, crazy ass episodes, always some laughter going on. Um, definitely make you be like, what the fuck? But <laughs> yeah, so if y'all haven't already, check out his podcast. Um, and just like I, I've been promoting on most of my episodes since the song has dropped. If y'all haven't already, check out Joe Loft by IT featuring UJ, aka Pussy Lips. Um, that link will be in the bio as well. Um, I'll also include the link to your most recent episode. So those who want to tune in to the most recent episode can just click the link and tune in. Um, but yeah, so you got anything else to say before we head on out of here uh all i have to say is for everyone out there listening make sure you don't stay safe make sure you take some chances make sure you make some bad decisions make sure you don't wrap it up and have a little fun while you're at it because guess what you only get one shot at this you might as well fucking enjoy it and if you don't wrap it up make sure you pull out yeah yeah (laughs) pull out game strong pull out game strong (laughs) i still don't have any children that i know about so yeah if you're gonna do that Make sure oh, that he out. that he knows about. And that, now watch, you're gonna about. get five bitches out the woodwork talking about some. Well, you know, you fathered my child, so don't and, speak that uh, out loud. <laughs> and try a pinky, might not hurt. Yeah, try pinky, <laughs> try pinky. <laughs> but all right, all right you guys, yeah. thank you for being a guest, Adrian. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you all for tuning in, and we are out. Peace. You need some peanut butter, cause you actin' real jelly, real jelly, what? I need your love, shit Addicted, you think I'm on drugs I'm sweet like your love, you leave me your loss Damn, I'm ready, enough is enough Coming for the crown, they want me to settle down Do me, I'm trying to let it out Let's believe I don't do it for the cloud I just do it for the crowd, I'm ready to shut it down Let's go, let's, let's go Andrew, Andrew.